Hey, everyone. Welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And to kick off the holiday season, kind of, we want to talk about service because we know that this season of life is really busy. There's a lot of things that happen out of the ordinary and extra stuff on the calendar. And what happens is this important aspect of the Christian life gets dropped. We don't, we don't serve because other things creep onto the calendar. And unfortunately, I think service is one of those things that we do uh, as Christians with whatever time we have left after everything else has been factored in. Do I have time to serve um, after everything else that I've got going on? Right. And I think we should make the case here that we should approach service a little bit differently. Let's see it as a Christian responsibility, mm-hmm. as a responsibility to my church family and something that God wants us to do. I mean, clearly in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 and 11, it says that um, we ought to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace, and uh, that's something that we just ought to be doing, that we are called to do, as to serve in the context of our church family. So, Bethany, how do we do that when life is busy <laughs> and things are crazy? How do you pull that off as a mom <laughs> of four and a wife of me, and you still serve? Yeah, true. True. Well, it makes me think of just even this past weekend. We had both of us serving on the weekend services. I was singing you were doing all the things you do pastorally around the church. And even then there was visitors outside the church coming in that you had to kind of introduce and, and bring into the church. Anyways, we were kind of here and there. And then we've got the four kids in the sandbox. Then there's those kids. <laughs> and we are talking with people. And all of a sudden I look at the, at the time and I'm like, ooh, I've, I've got to get back there because the serv- you know, I'm singing. I've, I can't be late. <laughs> you can't be late when you're singing. And it was like, hey... I look over at some friends and I think, can you just grab the kids or, or figure them out, get them to their classes? <laughs> it was just kind of this moment of, I've got to go. Mark is busy, kind of a perfect storm where these people arrived right at the time where, you know, you were going to take the kids. And then it was like, hey, friends of ours, can you serve us while we're serving the church? Can we all serve here together and get our kids dropped off at all their four different classrooms? So serving can throw a wrench in the plans. Oh, it, does. It, can, yeah, it can create it does. a hurdle you've got to work around. And I guess you can see why it, it can become something that just gets dropped because life is too busy or too many moving parts or too, you know, there's too many crazy things happening. It's too hard to pull it off. Um, we want to make the case here that it's worth slotting into the calendar, making time for it. We don't want to pe- for people to be overextended or uh, say yes to everything. That's not what right. we're saying here. But yeah. we do want people to say yes to the important things that they are called to do as Christians. Uh, I mean, you can add Bible reading to the list, right? right? When life gets busy, sometimes Bible reading gets dropped. Totally. We, we will make the case that that ought not happen, right? Yep. So, uh, and there's other things to put on the list as well. But today we want to talk about serving. Yeah. And I think even as we get into the topic, going back to some of the challenges that serving brings, because we know, you know, we're called to serve as Christians in the church and use the gifts, the things God's given us to serve the body, but it doesn't always mean it's going to be easy or or fall into place or perfectly go with our schedule. So I think one of the first things that I think of is there's a challenge of time. I mean, we have 
lots going on in this world. There's a lot of things that want to fall into our calendars. And we know that time, finding the time to serve can be difficult. And I think you hit it on the head when you said what we often do, unfortunately, is we look at our time and we maybe put a bunch of other things on there. And then where can we serve at the end? It's like there's a little piece of window here, you know, right here maybe would work, you know, oh, this half an hour here, you know, rather than looking at our time, stepping back and saying, we we need to be serving as Christians. Let's let's start that that be one of the top things we insert into our calendars. Sure, I'm a huge proponent of taking a step back and just evaluating the week, evaluating the priorities, what is going on in life. Because if I don't do that regularly, I end up just moving from one fire to another, putting out fires, reacting to everything that's going on in life. And so, one way for me to get kind of um, in responsible control of my calendar and the things that I'm committed to doing and the ways I'm spending my time is by taking a step back and evaluating and just putting the most important things on the calendar. And so uh, I think you're right, Bethany, that one of those things we should put on the calendar is serving in the church. And uh, I just, I think if you were to go and ask someone, you know, out on the patio at church after the service, Hey, what are, what are the top priorities in your life? I think people would say God, family, friends, work, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's kind of this hierarchy that Christians have kind of naturally built into their minds of the most important relationships and responsibilities in life. Yeah. And God's at the top of that list. Yet, when you go and look at the calendar, mm. the calendar and the day-to-day, the time spent says otherwise. Right. And so this is a way for us to go and look at the calendar. Where is my time being spent? And is it reflective of what I've said my priorities are? Yeah, I think that this doesn't necessarily mean you say yes to every service opportunity in the church. Uh, Depending on your personality, like mine, I would sometimes want to say, oh, yeah, I could do that. I'll do that. I'll serve here. And then we fill up our time, maybe overfill by saying yes to too many things serving. So we do need to have that balance and realize that there are times to say no. And I often you come to Mark because he's so helpful in this because I'll get like, oh, there's an opportunity here. Oh, I could, oh, we could do this. And, you know, that's where we can come together and say, is this the right time to say yes or no? Let's be united in this. Let's think through the implications. Let's figure this out and go from there. Got to have service times, but you don't want to overdo it, you know? Yeah. I guess in, you know, you you can reflect this priority pyramid that I just described by having strategic and intentional times on the calendar that it doesn't require that you're at the church from nine to five every day in order Mm -hmm. for this to be a high priority in your life. I'm just saying it ought to be on there and you ought to maybe put things on the calendar in ways that you can contribute and serve and benefit and help your church. Uh, And then... Uh, you know, work work your schedule around that. And, you know, there's going to be give and take on both sides, but <clears throat> let's not make this the very last thing on our list. For sure. See what we have time left to do to give to the church. Right. So that's one of the huge hurdles is the time factor. Uh, another yeah. that you've alluded to is the family schedule piece. Tell mm. me a little bit about that. Okay. So, you know, I would love to have my kids in bed at the same time every night. I would love to have dinner at the same time every night. I'd love to, I don't know. I'd love for things to be 
basically exactly how I want them to be. <laughs> if I'm being honest, you know, in, in planning for little ones, the structure, all that. But serving does cause things to be upheavaled. <laughs> Up, up, what's the word up? Heaveled. Keep no, going with that. No, I liked it. up, I can't think of the word. Everything's I'm not going to say wonky. anything. Everything's I'm just, wonky. I'm just loving watching you trying to figure this word out. I can't out. think of The word's going to hit me later. Up, wonky. Uh, no, everything's wonky at times <laughs> when you serve because, you know, now you're out late potentially and your kid's schedule is thrown off or you are bringing a meal or meeting a need to somebody in the church and that has caused your, you know, meal time routine to be later or you know things have to be shifted and i think especially with kids with children and even for our own lives we like to have certain control over our schedules and i know with serving we often have to let go of that you know and say this is such a priority to me that i'm going to give in this area because I see serving is more important than having control over this or making sure this goes exactly as planned or, or whatever it is. I'm, I'm allowing for that space, that time, and I'm giving up, acknowledging, and yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but giving it up because I want to serve the Lord and serve people. Yeah. And so maybe your family unit, our, our family unit uh, doesn't have dinner at the time that you want to have. Right. But th- there is a sense in which you're, you are helping to provide for your church family, like mm-hmm. in providing a meal or whatever. Like, you know, we're called to serve one another as a, a, a church family. And so there is this sense in which like we uh, need to care for our family members in a similar way that we care for our immediate family. That, that's going to impact dinner time and bedtime and, and other things, rightfully so. Yeah, totally. I think another potential challenge in serving is that there are a lot of service options outside of the church. I mean, you think about coaching, you think about being a room mom. Well, you don't think about that, but I think about I've that. I've never thought about being a room mom. <laughs> but there's just there's there's opportunities in whatever clubs or where your kids are in or, or, or any other various places where you could get involved and use your gifts, your talents, the things that you're good at or you like to do, your hobbies, all of that in other contexts. And so I think there can often be a uh, maybe a tug or pull to other places Not that you can never, I'm not saying you can never use your gifts outside the church, but we have to make sure that when we're serving, we first are set up in using our gifts in the church, and then we're kind of looking elsewhere, like, can I also serve in this other context outside of my church body? Yeah. I mean, it's really good to be involved in your neighborhood, in your Mm -hmm. community, on your sports teams, and to have good representation in these places and have a good reputation. In fact, when you think about your responsibilities as a Christian as it pertains to outside of the church, um, you're called very clearly to be salt and light, to represent Christ. Um, You're called to love your neighbor. So certainly you have responsibilities outside of the church, but we're identifying here the responsibility that you also have within Mm -hmm. the church. Right. And so don't let one crowd out the other. Okay, one other challenge potentially is your leisure time or your comfort relaxed time. Like that's often going to be less because you're serving. And I think that's just something to bring up here is um, I'm okay with giving up some of my 
free time or my relaxed time or my comfort time because I want to serve the church. Mm -hmm. I think you're right that it it would necessarily be less if you're serving in the way that we're calling you to serve, um, but that doesn't mean that it's non-existent. True. Leisure is a gift from God. It's a, it, one of the aspects of rest that God calls us to do, uh, and he modeled himself, rested on the seventh day. I mean, we, we need to rest. We need to recharge. Yes. Yes. Um, we're not suggesting here that you need to work twenty four seven and and you know energizer bunny tw- all the time. Twelve of yeah. those need to be at the church every week, but uh, but we are suggesting that um, you know your your commitments to your church family are going to require that you have less leisure time. Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, you probably I know you got up early this morning mm-hmm. to do something. I got up early this morning to do something. We probably slept less yeah. than we would have otherwise slept. Um, this last weekend, you were doing something by way of service that required me uh, to take some time that I was going to spend on something else. I'm being super ambiguous. <laughs> you were, were doing this doing one thing at this one time. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know. I was thinking that. Like, what are you... You might give... Some- Look, there's stuff that has been <laughs> happening yeah. that has taken time. Boom. <laughs> okay. Okay, a final challenge to serving mm-hmm. is actually within our marriages. Um, you know, I, I think our marriages are supposed, we're supposed to help each other be better and more effective together than we would be apart from each other, yet... One of the challenges built into marriage is that your spouse or, or you as a spouse can actually discourage your spouse from serving, whether you give them a guilt trip every time they go to serve or right. you just put your foot down and say, no, you're not going to make that time commitment. You've got to do this, this, and that. Uh, there are a number of ways that spouses can actually discourage the thing that we're promoting here. Yeah, it was one of those... Things, I don't know, years ago, I realized sometimes I could kind of make you feel bad if you were going to serve at times. And I think that that can creep in with women or, I mean, I know husbands, I'm sure, but like I, I was coming at certain things where I'd have to give up my time with you or the kids would give up their time with you because you needed to go serve. And I could make it easier for you or harder for you to go based on my words, my tone, my plead for help or, you know, stick around. Oh, do you have to? All these questions. And what I think what we should do and um, should focus on helping and encouraging our spouse to go serve. I mean, sometimes we get to serve together. A lot of times we do, which is awesome. I love serving with you. But there are times when you're giving up time with me or the kids in a certain area because you need to go serve the church. And I can come alongside you and say, yeah, go, I'll be praying for you. I, you know, we'll, we'll be here right when you get back or, or whatever. I can encourage and, and come alongside rather than kind of tug at you or make it harder, manipulate or I don't know, whatever. And I think we have to be careful of that. It's just a challenge within our own marriages that we need to be aware of and, and make sure we stay away from. Great. Well, before we wrap things up, let's just talk about a couple ways that people can reflect on their service as the 2019 is winding down and 2020 is right around the corner. 
um, just about the different ways and contexts in which people serve. Mm -hmm. Um, There's different layers and aspects to the ways you can serve your church. The first layer is as an individual. You can serve as an individual in a ministry, whether that's praying for people from your house while your kids are asleep, or that's coming to the church and being a small group leader in the youth ministry. Right. Uh, There's a wide spectrum of opportunities, but individually, you can serve. Mm -hmm. Together as a couple, you can go, you know, invite your neighbors to church, to the Christmas musical, whatever. I mean, there's all these different areas we can go together and just serve together, and we should be looking for those. Right. So... Yeah, there's there's formal ways to do that. There's informal mm-hmm. ways to do that. I mean, you don't need to have a, an official ministry post at the church with a name badge to be serving in the church, mm-hmm. right? There's there's ways to do this very informally as as a couple, and in the same way as a family unit. So that's maybe yes. a third layer is you can get the whole family together and yeah. you know serve that couple in your small group by bringing them a meal or visiting right. them when they're sick or whatever it may be. Yeah, it's so great to get the kids involved and to communicate to them, you know, why this is important, have them create the cards, whatever. I mean, they can be a part of it, and then they have some ownership, and they're seen by example and being a part of it with you, this serving, which is so great in their training and understanding of how the church works and runs and all that. Yeah, oftentimes we'll pray together as a family for people, and then sometimes you will rally the troops to write follow-up cards, mm-hmm. you know, to those people. And so those are just some very family-friendly ways of serving. Okay, well, regardless, you've got to get on the same page with your spouse. Yes. You've, got, you've got to have a conversation. You've got to sync up regarding these things that we've talked about. And like we proposed at the beginning, this, this is a great time of year to do that. And so for a question, maybe to start off that time, well, maybe this isn't the best start to that conversation, but this is an important thing <laughs> I like that it. you should talk about. Um, ask maybe yourself, do you help or hinder your spouse to serve? Hmm. Because I do think there's ways you can hinder your spouse and there's ways that you can help your spouse. And clearly, obviously, we ought to help each other right. to serve better because we're together. Uh, let's not be hindrances. Let's not be roadblocks uh, to our spouse serving. It's got to be within reason. Yeah. It's got to be you know appropriate and all that. But um, let's help each other to serve more and better because we're together. Yeah, and then maybe on one of your December date nights, talk through, reflect. Right? We we're talking about reflecting back on the year where you serve, kind of looking at your time. I mean, what a great way to spend a date night saying, hey, how have we done serving? How do things need to change in 2020? And and just get into that discussion about ways that you serve as a family, your church. Sounds awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. We hope you have a great day. See you.